You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. And I'm Andrew. And we're missing Jared this week. He's got a late day at work, and he's getting ready for his trip to BlizzCon. Oh, man. So, yeah, he's not here today, but uh, you got us too, so. Yeah, and he's he's got to get prepared for that. That's like, yeah, it's, it's a big thing for the year. I thing. would have to yeah. be getting oh, yeah. ready for that, too. It's quite a journey for us, too. It's like on this side of the country, so. Yeah, and I know he's going to have a good time, and I know we're going to hear a lot from him when oh yeah come back probably the whole so, episode should be dedicated to that honestly that's pro- yeah that's probably what the next one's gonna be about so good but uh, we it. have a couple couple new things come out this week but uh we'll get the week started with like we always do with andrew talking about what he's been playing but it's not destiny 2 well i mean it's, it's destiny, not 2, destiny 2 but you played you played destiny 2 i did play destiny 2 but honestly i really do want to talk about me getting the switch because that's yeah yeah so this so this is your first week uh with the switch First week with the Switch, it's been wonderful experience. It's just like everyone says it is. It is an amazing console. It, uh, what uh, what games have you gotten? Uh, I went safe. I mean, that Mario came out the same day. I, right. I got it. Did, so did I you had to get, get the bundle? Did you get the Mario bundle? No, because oh. we were, we were thinking. Okay, so the bundle was there, but I was thinking like the game sixty dollars, and mm-hmm. and the the system itself is 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 you know 300 it's 360 dollars the 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 bundle is 370 so i guess they just added on this case and then maybe you get the red uh the red yeah, joy like cons that, the joy cons are it's a unique joy con only to that bundle and stuff. so really you're paying ten dollars for the nostalgia and like the the exclusivity of it but mm-hmm. i'm like okay well that's fine i i don't I, i'm gonna buy my own case probably eventually so i, I didn't bother with it okay until someone like sells their Nintendo Switch like ten years down the road with that one and sells for like eight hundred dollars, then I'll be All right. <laughs> <laughs> but the first week with the Switch, it's really great. Came so back you home. only have Mario. Only have oh, so Mario and I bought digital digitally uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know I'm gonna get Golf Story eventually, and I know I'm gonna get a pulp. Like I know I'm gonna get Rabbids, but it was a safe. Zelda? Zelda too, but that's 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 like two hundred hours or something. So I'm it's, not it's a dedicated in that. Yeah, I'm not dedicated to that just yet. But at the same time, it can be as little amount of gameplay as you want. Right. If I wanted to just blow through it, that's that's true. So I'll think about that. Maybe it'll go on sale <laughs> Black Friday. I don't know. Pick up all the Wii games. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Magical experience though. It's really great. I mean, even even my my wife, because um, I I knew Stardew Valley would be perfect for her. And I mm-hmm. bought it, and she's been addicted to it. So it's it's, it's really game. good. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. All you're managing your farm, managing people, managing all this other stuff. But it has a quirkiness mm-hmm. to it that's it does. just like very good. Then we'll talk about Mario later down the road. But t- Nintendo Switch, I I'm happy with my purchase. Well worth three hundred three hundred dollars. It's sure I have to say it's it's a console that has impressed me the most at mm-hmm. a, in like a long time. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's not like, oh, getting getting the PS4. It's like, okay, you got your console, you know, right. well, like Xbox. Okay, well, it has a TV thing. That's that's cool. But this one, you hold it. You you yeah. put the Joy Cons in. You know, you you notice the, the actual Joy Cons feel good, and they also have that that rumble capability. That's really really accurate. So. Did you uh, get a Pro controller? Or are you just using the uh, controller setup that it came with it? The controller said this came with it, but the yeah, I like that. There is a pro controller for a deal right now, like right now, as we're, as we're talking. So future people probably won't have the deal, but man, I was thinking about it. I don't know. Event maybe, maybe later. I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but you can also, if no one else knew this, you can also use your GameCube controllers on it. So if you have the Smash, uh, if you bought the Smash Brothers for the Wii U that came with the uh, GameCube controller adapter that converts the uh, GameCube controllers to USB, you can hook that up to the Switch. And use your uh, GameCube controllers on the Switch. Huh. Oh, so yeah. like it and, goes into USB C. Uh, I think there's just a USB port on the back of the dock for the oh, okay. for the Switch, and oh, you plug really it in cool. there. Yeah. And that was just like, and or... that is not a yeah. That was a thing just discovered. Nintendo didn't know that it worked, and <laughs> oh, they were just as surprised as everybody else when it actually worked. No way. Really? Yes. yes. That's a, maybe some dev just like figured it was cool <laughs> to put it in there. That's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, this so, this system keeps surprising people. It is. It's it's a 
it's outstanding. It's I don't know how to describe it. It's one of my favorite consoles. Yeah, and we'll be talking about it. Um, we'll be talking about it, Mario. But what have you been playing? Um, I've played a little Mario over the weekend, but been trying to bust out as much Destiny light level as possible. Yeah, for the raid, definitely. Yeah, Which is tonight we're gonna do here in a little while, actually. Right. But uh, yeah, lots of Destiny, a little bit of Mario. I'm really wanting to get to Assassin's Creed. But I'm going to be out of town this weekend, so I don't know how much things I'm actually going to get done. But I'm already done with all the Destiny stuff, so now I'm just doing the uh, rinse and repeat part. Yeah. So. yeah, you'll be set for the raid, and then it's like weekly thing, and it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun, especially with the with your with your group there. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I just gotta... I mean, just on the topic of Destiny, um, get your input on it. I'm sure. almost uh, 280, and I haven't done any exotic quests yet. Right. So, I mean... Yeah, you can... I mean, 265, you could do it. Huh? No, there's it no great exotics. Be, I mean, no, no, no is the exotics going to be different now that I'm, like, a higher level? Like, are they going to be better exotics now? The The light level for the exotics scale with you. So it's just as if okay. you were getting getting an exotic engram, which are always higher than you. So once you do the quest for the exotic item, which made that you know, that Sturm or the Meta multi-tool, those will drop at a higher light level than you. So it is good now cool. that you're past the soft cap that you can go get that now. Awesome. All right. Yeah, and I'll bring well, your light level up even more. All right. Well, let's talk about Mario. Yes. Yes. Mario. Amazing yeah. game. Came out Friday. Um yep. probably the game of the year. I mean, you think? considering okay, so there is Zelda and then there's Mario. Those are two uh-huh. top contenders. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're both on Nintendo Switch. Something to say about that there. Um but impressive. the the idea is that, you know, they're two completely different games, right? Yeah. One's an adventure. Yeah. Well, Mario's sort of adventure, but platforming. Whereas like Mar- mm-hmm. uh, Zelda is more of the, uh, I guess RPG more puzzly sort of yeah. I sort think of game. that Zelda appeals more for the hardcore fans, and Mario appeals more to the every everybody. Yeah, the fan, everyone doesn't even have like, every single person, even down to my daughter, which I, 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 <laughs> I just I played Mario when I plugged it in, and she's just like, oh Mario, and then she was hooked on watching me play, and then she now is like obsessed with Mario. And now whenever I <laughs> when I go to the you know go to the switch and bring it out, she's like, play Mario? And I'm, that's so that's so cool. It feels so good. Like as a as a parent, as a video game, you know, person, I, I just like to see that that sparkle in her eye for especially Mario, which is a game that I played when I was little, you know? Right. I think, I think everybody like kinda gets their little like their first little uh, foray into video games with Mario. It's got to be Mario, and then there's something about that Nintendo has has captured that. I don't know what it is. It's the character, or the quirkiness, or the 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 fun characters that they that they build. Now it's like these rabbit sort of people, those mm-hmm. bosses, which is cool. Spoilers, I guess, but I mean, yeah, not um, really, not really. But it's 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 so it's so much fun, and it's been getting really good reviews. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah. It's one of as a as. Like back on my childhood, Nintendo was probably one of the biggest parts of it. Like, and it's it's cool to see them that like that's still the tradition going forward. Is that Nintendo has got that child like childish nostalgic to it, even in with the uh, current generation of children. Mm-hmm. And it didn't change when I picked like when I picked it up. I don't know what it was when I started playing it. I, I it's like I went back to the Super NES when I played the Super Mario and <laughs> and it feels like that sort of I don't know how to describe it like ma- like almost like magical like this was this mm-hmm. is this is really cool Mario's Mario's here again he's on a new adventure and it looks and feels great um yeah and then the puzzles feel great his his controls feel great so like right off the bat uh you you get all of your he, they give you like the um the compendium of moves you can do you can open it up and like see what the, what what right. Mario can yeah, do. The action, the action guide, I think it's called. Yeah, the action guide, and you can he can do. I was like, you can do that, and I started there's doing a lot that. of things. Yeah, there's a lot of things he can do, and I was really surprised. Rolling and speeding up, and then of course anything with the hat just changes your 
you know adds a adds a little bit more like you know you throw a hat on a tank and that does something right so <laughs> it's really cool really really cool now how do you how do you feel about the controls and everything yeah uh the control wise uh it feels good but at the same time there's a couple like move sets that you can't do without having the controllers detached and i'm not a big fan of that i kind of wish that i could do all like for instance i think you can when you throw the hat i think you can shake the joy cons and it'll like home on to the nearest target or whatever mm-hmm. and i can't really do that when i'm playing in handheld mode unless i want to like take the wide switch and like just shake it around you know and it kind of feels awkward no yeah definitely yeah and it, it that is one thing it, it the controllers do feel better and actually are more intuitive if you have them separate yeah like it feels like it's like they kind of designed that. it for detached like kind of, sort of like designed for the wii sort of like you're having two controllers in your hand mm-hmm. and i think it should have been built more around being like you know traditional controllers or being you know, being a handheld yeah but considering but the at the same switch, time it's yeah. not a there's not a whole lot of moves you can't do but there's just like i feel like you're missing a couple things if you don't play detached like you wouldn't like you would be playing at the top of mario's ability if you're not having to detach controllers i agree i agree there's something about um the switch i mean the switch itself you you detach the joy cons onto the switch and you obviously can't do most of those moves now because with the you know, with the, I guess you would call motion controls, right? Right. And really, the Switch was sort of built for the the on-the-go, some, sometimes maybe just on the couch right. or whatever. Right. So, yeah, they, they may have missed that a bit, but maybe it was sort of an add-on sort of thing. Um, yeah, or, maybe it's at the same yeah. time, I ne- haven't come across an opportunity where I'm like, I cannot do this because I, I'm not able to use, use them detached. It's just like, I could have done that easier if it was attached, you know? It's not ne- not not necessary. It's just little little extra things. Yeah, I honestly didn't. I thought that was mainly maybe the uh, the worst thing about this game, which is not even that bad. It's like even an add on sort of thing. I have that's 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 that's, that's that's probably the worst thing to me. Is yeah, the worst part about this game to me is that, and it's not even that bad. Agreed. Yeah, and everything else is perfect. Like almost just perfect. The story, and I wanted to get the, to this. I wanted to get to this yeah. too, where the storyline is very little setup. Like as if any Mario game, right? You you start it, Bowser's there, right. Peach is there, right? And then he sets off in an adventure, right? But it this kind of proves that a ten out of ten game, this is a this is a really good game, doesn't need to have a clear story. It doesn't need to have like a perfect setup or even a like I wouldn't say a good story, but it has very little setup, and yet it's still a fantastic game. It it brings back the old days where games really didn't have story. It was like you just played for the entertainment. Right. And like we're kind of we're kind of spoiled nowadays with every game having some kind of narrative that goes along with it. Yeah. But this you know this arrows back to your Mario, you got to save Peach from Bowser, you know. Yeah. Go for <laughs> Collect, it. Collect, explore, that, solve puzzles, platform. Yeah, like there you go. That's 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 your motive. Let's go, like go I don't think it. it's I don't think it's really a spoiler just you know to say how the game starts. Like you it literally starts with Peach being captured by Bowser. No, mm. Nothing else. Opening scene. She's on his ship. They fly away, and then you, your Mario's like, "Well, better go get her." <laughs> That's and then, it. then yeah. you're then you're in the game. <laughs> yeah, you're in the game, and then you meet you meet your friend. You know, yeah. There might be friend. there might be some stuff later on, but for like the first, you know, I would probably say six hours. It, you're you know, there's nothing besides let's go save Peach. Let's clear these worlds and collect stuff and solve puzzles. And it's such a such a good game. Such it a, is and every single uh, every single moon you get feels like an accomplishment just and, just uh, like just like back they're in the day. hidden they're so hidden like yeah, some of them are really crazy some games nowadays is like is like go here do this get your reward and this one it's like you could do something random like oh wait there's a moon here <laughs> yeah what yeah like yeah. you just do things and find moons it's nothing's like nothing's like spoon fed to you like you have to go out and adventure and find moons i honestly can't like, wait to like finish the game and then go back and see what i missed yeah like yeah i don't think there's anything in the game to tell you like how many moons are on a certain world at least i haven't i haven't encountered that so like you can like get a bunch of them and there still might be some more that you don't know about man so it's interesting like there's it feels like there's gonna be a lot of replayability or you know going back and getting a hundred percent yeah and we 
we're excited about talking about this because you know we played Mario like we with like we've discussed before. But get this game, guys! Like it's if you're listening to this, you have a Switch. There's like no reason not to get this, right? Just like Zelda, which if I will get yeah, eventually. If you're a big, if yeah. you're a big Mario fan, this is a perfect Mario game. Mm-hmm. I only um, played it maybe about five hours. Like yeah, like I haven't played it much more than that. But it's oh so good. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd, it feels like, to me. I know you talked about Super Mario World, but to me, it feels a lot like uh, Super Mario or not Super Mario, but uh, Mario sixty four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, where in that game, you also just started off and it's like, hey, go get Princess Peach. And you just go from, you know, the paintings to paintings and the world's collecting stars. And that's pretty much what this is. Exactly like this. Yeah. Except you yeah, have like, different means, a uh, means and new abilities, really. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a new Mario for the new world. But yeah, it's if it, it feels like it's, it's the Mario 64 of the Switch. <laughs> Perfect game, man. I can't wait to <laughs> talk about it more. And that's, of course, it's going to be more destiny but i i can't wait to do more switch stuff right so, yeah yeah i i would uh, in the end i would say maybe a nine out of ten mm-hmm. because of just because you know there's not a lot of story and the control thing is kind of off i personally still like zelda better mm-hmm. but both are good games both are gonna be contender for game of the year and both are made by mario. both are by nintendo saying, games right on the switch mario i i just I think it's gonna be Mario. You think? Yeah. I mean, it's getting really, really good reviews, but Zelda also got really, really it's good tough. reviews. It's tough, but it's not for. But Zelda, like Zelda, like you said, Zelda's not for everybody, and Mario is more for a general audience. That's so. right. That's right. So you play some AC Origins, right? Or you, you, nope, you haven't played yet. it yet? Like <laughs> the time that I couldn't dedicate to Destiny was time I dedicated to Mario. So I haven't got to touch. Assassin's Creed. I yeah. guess briefly, I'm actually looking forward to this game, but I might wait till it goes down in price. But it's, I hear there's a lot more RPG elements of it, like almost like The Witcher, which I am looking yeah, forward to. Yeah, I heard the uh, the uh, the uh, map is huge. That's awesome. Like maybe one of the biggest open world maps ever, like ever created. Like it's a huge map. Wow. Yeah. That's I've bigger. It's pretty good. Than the Witcher, I've seen some good reviews for it. That's. I think it. I think what I've heard is that it is bigger than the Witcher's map. Whoa! Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I mean, I have to get into it and see for myself. I'll give that a. Uh, I'm hoping to get some of that before next week, so I might be able to touch on that some. But uh, it looks like it has like a loot system similar to Destiny, where you have different quality of items drop and stuff. I'm sure it's not as meta like Destiny is, where you have to grind for the end game. But there but, may be some sort of grind, and I'm I'm in for that. And that's what I was looking for: loot. All I want is loot rarities. Let's give it to me. You know? I, I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be like. Nice. And that's that's new. That's new for this Assassin's Creed world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, so, if it has any of the sort of the melee and combat system that any other Assassin's Creed has, that's right. solid. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Kind of wish I've got to play it, but I haven't yet. Yeah. But uh, Destiny's really consuming right now. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, I hope you're still enjoying. You're still enjoying it. Oh yeah, I'm enjoying. It. We're having a lot of fun. Nice. So, uh, yeah, we got BlizzCon news, or is it oh yeah, more BlizzCon. Like... Um, they're not really n- nothing's confirmed yet, but I just want to talk about some of the things you you know should be expecting to hear on Friday and Saturday. Um, for Overwatch, if you're an Overwatch fan, we're going to most likely see a new character, maybe even a new map. Blizzard has been consistent with the uh, new character announcements, maybe like every six months. And the last one we got was like in June or July for Doomfist. So we're probably going to see another announcement for a new character coming. Nice. That's good. On Hearthstone, uh, it has been confirmed that there is going to be a new expansion. They haven't gave any details about it, but they did say there will be a new Hearthstone expansion announced. They're cash cow. They have to have it. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I haven't played it in a long time, but I used to have a lot of fun with it. Me too. I don't play it as much as now, but maybe I'll log in for free packs every once in a while. Right, right. For a while, it is almost 100% certain that there will be a new expansion. Uh, we've heard a little bit of leaks and details we've actually talked about before, but if you're in, if you're into WoW, there will be WoW news, and it will almost be 100% a new expansion. Trailers, pr- maybe some All that like, good stuff. Yeah, they, they usually have the, the trailer, right? But it has... They'll have the trailer. They might have... Uh, some other cinematic after the trailer. Yeah. Uh, they'll have, uh, of course, the different panels talking about 
the new systems they'll introduce. They'll probably have a panel talking about the uh, in-game stuff because that's all WoW is now is in-game. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, I feel like it's probably going to involve uh, water and ships because I've seen that there was a couple leaks, um, like a like a dialogue page talking about uh, a pirate and a mate and stuff like that. <laughs> like a crewmate so it's gonna be me and your followers crew. are probably gonna be like your crewmates on a boat that's gonna be the follower system in this one it's gonna be another quirky uh maybe pandaria sort of expansion. maybe i don't know maybe it's, pro- it's probably gonna be a bridge into the next uh Major. all hell breaking exactly. like all hell breaking loose world uh but that, someone's seen a Lordaeron emblem, like in the background, because they they do these like short interviews, like pre BlizzCon interviews, mm-hmm. and in the background of one of these interviews, someone noticed there was like a uh, Lordaeron emblem, mm-hmm. like up in the background, like on the stage. So it might be, I don't know, maybe getting into some of the human, like the old human lore, back to the I think Seven Kingdoms. Mm. That'd be interesting. So that'd be interesting. I, just, I really like the human lore. I just know they're going to have some trailer that says, and I usually watch the trailer afterward in which they show the audience and they show the reaction because I love seeing the new expansion. It's like these words come up, new mounts, new something, new something. Right. Everyone's going like nuts. So I, I, I hope <laughs> I hope to see that, that trailer. Yeah, I'm excited. I got my I got my virtual ticket, so I'll be watching that this weekend. Very nice. I don't have so. it, but very nice. It's cool. Yeah, I get them. I get them every year. It's fun to watch. How much is it? It's a good time. Uh, thirty bucks. That's not too bad. No, nope. nope, not at all. Uh, it's rumored that we might get a Warcraft three remastered announcement. Uh, we've recently just got the classic Starcraft remastered and re-released, so we may be seeing Warcraft three, uh, getting a remaster. I want it. So, if you're a big fan of RTSs, that's good news. I played so much Warcraft three. <laughs> I did too, man. That's what really got me into WoW was how much Warcraft three I played. Yeah, the hero the hero aspect of Warcraft three was game changing and just it an was amazing, for the RTS amazing world. Com- it's an amazing combat system because all of them it are was. different. So yeah, can't wait if they do that. I'll, I'll get it. I'll definitely get it. And replay it. <laughs> uh, Heroes of the Storm, like like before, probably new characters and maybe a new map. They it's kind of been the thing they do every single year. So, but in terms of Diablo and StarCraft. Don't expect much, if anything. Uh, they they have a couple of Diablo panels, but they've pretty much confirmed there's no Diablo announcements this year. And StarCraft-wise, probably not going to hear anything either. So. Yeah, that, honestly, out of those all, those, all that stuff, it's their least um, popular franchises, I guess. I mean, StarCraft is big in esports, I guess, but... But they, they just yeah. sort of there's no nothing new really there to, to the, the RTS is like is kind of falling off to the wayside due to uh, games like uh, Heroes of the Storm and Dota and mm-hmm. uh, League of Legends those kind of things MOBAs MOBAs have kind of taken over the RTS realm right has more professional side yeah and Diablo <sighs> I'm kind of upset because I really like Diablo. Maybe, maybe like, something's I'm, panels about seasons. Maybe something. Like, I'm, see, I'm not really big into. Like, I'm ready for a new game. Like, Diablo Three's drug out long enough. Yeah. Like, I'm. Re- I, I like the dungeon crawler and loot aspect of Diablo. Like, I kind of want a more classical uh, Diablo experience, sort of like. Uh, uh, Grim Dawn was one of them. Yeah, stuff stuff like that. Yeah. The, you know but with the new path of i don't know expansion i hear is really like that like diablo 2-esque yeah i hope i hope we get someday that we'll get diablo 4 and it'll be more like its original self than 3 don't be wrong 3 was good but they've made 3 to be more in-game grindy and i'd rather just have a good like traditional story experience in the diablo world yeah, so Diablo Diablo Four have the story just like Diablo Two did, and then of course had the multiplayer aspect just like Diablo right. Three did. Like yeah. additive. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, other news. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Razer, uh, the pe- the company that makes the peripherals for like keyboards, mouses, and headphones. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Razer announced a phone, like. And smartphone, hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, but it's, it's gonna run on it's gonna run on Android. Right. It's got a 5.7 screen. It's gonna be 1440p with 120 hertz refresh rate. Okay. So I've seen a video. It looks really smooth. Like the screen refreshes really fast. It looks really nice. Uh, it's got eight gigabytes of RAM. It's got up to 64 expendable storage uh, area. Uh, no headphone jack, much like the uh, iPhone. It's a Bluetooth. Yep, yep. Uh, it is. It is quote unquote made for gamers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. I don't know what that means in terms of phones. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't really think of a like a phone as a good platform from gaming, but th- I mean there are games on the phone, and there's some really good ones. But to me, man, I could really kind of like Mario while Run. I'm sitting <laughs> on the toilet or <laughs> yeah, you know that that kind of thing. It's <laughs> not really line. yeah. When I want to play a game, I don't think man, I can't wait to bust out my iPhone and play a, a game off the App Store. And with that price point, like seven hundred dollars. Uh, I don't, and it says here's a thing. It's not even being sold probably on Verizon or Sprint or anything, so you can't really get a deal off of it. Yeah, it's probably just through their store, and then you have to go and get whatever service. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And and made for gamers. That's that's a niche. It's marketed within itself. So it's got it's got the same uh, camera specs as the iPhone, and what you what you come to expect in a modern phone. So maybe what they're trying to say is know. like it's the highest form of phone. From from what I read and what I've understand, they're they're marketing as like if you're wanting to get a phone for the best price with the best specs. That's what they're. That's going what for. yeah. So premium. So like, Xbox like gamer, like gamer, like PC gamers. Yeah, PC gamers have been known to like go for good specs and good price, mm. and they're thinking they can get that side of the market with their phone. Razor, that's really interesting. Razor, that's a that's a. I don't know, market. man. I don't know. That's it's weird. I don't hey, who know. knows? It we'll might blow up. I, hey, I maybe. I think. I don't. know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe if I had more like interactions with your PC, where I can play WoW on it or something. Yeah, like remote. I don't know how that some, would some, work. Some but remote there. access protocol, yeah. or you have to plug in. You have to you have to plug in on a Razor controller, and maybe you can do that. Something like yeah, that. but. Just as a phone that plays Android, like just stuff off the Android App Store or Google Play Store, or whatever that is, yeah, it's kind of a miss. <laughs> Pokemon Go fans, let's go! Come on, let let's go! <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're into that, there's you a phone. If you love Razer, maybe maybe you should hold out for the uh, the Chroma edition though. So. Yeah, the Chrome edition. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I want to see. I actually do want to see like their ad where a guy's like wearing razor headphones and and is, like has his phone out and is ra- wearing a razor T-shirt. I just sometimes it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I'm not gonna knock their products though. I use both keyboard and it's mouse strong. And great, yeah, great products. Strong but phone wise, that's that's the best pushing it. We'll see. Uh, something else. Uh, the Walking Dead. Tall Tale or Telltale collection, excuse me, was announced, which has uh, the first season and the DLC 400 Days or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. uh, the second season and the Michonne standalone game. So all those bundled together and it looks like the graphics are enhanced for, I guess, the first and the DLC mm-hmm. since they came out a while back. Uh, it's not saying that's quote unquote HD or whatever, like how all the other remastered games come out but it does look like the graphics have been enhanced for them and i hope they fix there were some bugs with them too like dialogue just paused yeah. or something they like go back to the menu yeah so that so that if you're walking if you're a walking dead fan all right telltale fan there's that they're kind of get to me i've played a couple of the games uh they're kind of getting stale now to me yeah unless you're really a fan of the lore that you are set in it's right not my kind of game they're not innovative. They're not. I played. I played the Batman one after the last one I played. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do Guardians, and then after playing Batman, I'm like, ah, it's probably gonna be the same thing. So I'm not even gonna get invested in it. All right. So talking about like zombies and stuff like that. Want to get into that? Uh, last of Us Part Two trailer. Yeah. So it's from the Paris, um, a Paris event. 
or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ferris Game Show. Ferris Game or Show. Games Week, rather. Right. And they showed... This is not like a trailer. I wouldn't say a trailer. It's more of yeah, like I don't a think it's a trailer cinematic. Either. They showed right. like a part of the game. No context, of course, but just right. they showed you what this game is like. And I have I'm to say... I'm very confused. Confused, number one, because yeah. there's new characters. Number uh-huh. two, brutal. Yes. Very <laughs> dark and very brutal. Um it, there was one yeah. one part of that trailer I was like, wow. I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, the, the Wow. I'll just say hammer. Right? Wow, yes. <laughs> so it's something <laughs> like, so, it's, some, wow. it's something else. Uh watch watch trailers uh see for yourself. It's really long yeah. too for a trailer. Um, it's five minutes almost. Not not spoilers since it's a trailer and people have seen it. Is new character looks like some two two three main more characters. Um, yeah, see, I don't know if they're be main characters, playable characters, or if they're just like. But we know, know but we know that Joel and Ellie are going to be there too because there's another trailer. Right. They're in the first trailer. Yeah. Yeah, in the first trailer, so some maybe they're an allies of some sort. But we also know that there are some bad guys. There's some like cult bad guys as well. It it had and me it kind of had like a uh, going first going into the trailer kind of like a horror theme going on. Mm-hmm, yeah, horror. it's dark. It's raining. There's torches and hangings and very very cult like cult <laughs> yeah, feel. To I it. don't know. It's, so it's, you're kind of like, what's about to happen? Like I thought this was zombies and post apocalypse, and now you got me like running from monster like some other kind of monster in like the woods. It's really it's really dark. So maybe <laughs> we'll see some other kind of side of the post-apocalyptic world impressive graphics movements pretty clean but really more and yeah. in, really more intrigued about what's gonna happen because new characters new this raises stuff. a lot of questions about it raises a lot of questions so i go watch it see for yourself and be more excited about last of us part two because naya dog makes gold that's all i know they do they print money Yes, only for Sony. (laughs) Only for Sony. Only for Sony. But yeah, it looks interesting. Um, I did want to get into some raid stuff for Destiny Two real quick. If you, if I guess now is the time for spoilers. So if you, if you don't want to know anything about the raid, you can skip forward. We, I want to maybe talk a little about more more movies later down the in the podcast, but. Yep. Right now would be a spoiler alert where I'm t- I'm going to talk about the raid. I'm going to talk about some mechanics. So, P- Destiny 2 PC raid spoiler alert. Raid spoiler alert. Correct. So PC raid. If came you're still today. listening, yeah, it's going to get spoiled. <laughs> it's get spoiled. Um, and there's there are some people that I know that don't want it to be spoiled. They want to go in with a fresh mind and they just want to right. kind of experience it. But it's been out. This this raid's been out for about you know two three months already since because of the ps4 release it's been that long yeah and and it's there's obviously guides on it you know and then there's been a re-release of guides because the pc people are now getting to it right now which is today november 1st and it came out 1 p.m um same thing nothing's really changed of course for the pc it's the same thing challenges came out um this week as well so challenges add a little bit more difficulty to a specific event and then you get guaranteed loot out of it like another chest so that's something to think about um for your raid and it's specifically for bats um basically one person has to stay inside the middle area in the pool area and not leave that area for the whole entire event so the strategy would be to have the other five people um go back to the platforms uh, when they need it and go to the middle to re-get their buff and then go back so okay so What's going to happen is I'm going to go through every single event and just briefly, just really briefly, go over individual aspects of what people should do. Um, so there's going to be a total, I would say, of if you if you count the underground, the underbelly of it, that's an event because it has secret chests in it that can give exotic mm-hmm. loot and coins that you can spend um, for more raid loot. And then there's that's what's one. You have the I guess you crossroads events where you have specific banners and you have to get to a specific door. You get those banners, you come back and you unlock the next part of it, which is going to be bats, um, which is another event, dogs, and then callus. So a total of five, basically five events inside the raid that will produce loot. 
Um, first, when you enter the raid, you're going to go to the crossroads section. And this section is going to be an event based. There's no boss or anything. And most of the most of the fights are actually going to be events except for Kalos, which is the boss. Now, this event is going to start on the left side of the room um, on Baths, which is basically Sun platform. And this this order will change every week. So sometimes it could be dogs, sometimes it could be gauntlet first. So right now, this week, it's going to start at Sun, Sun platform. So you're going to go to Sun. You're going to leave four. My, this is my, this is my um, strategy, is I'm going to leave four people at the platform to defend it. And there's a specific reason for that. And you're going to get, get two people to go out into the area and get the the banner from the other platforms is going to be a blade banner. There's going to be a cup banner and there's going to be a dog banner. So let's say you're at sun platform. That means you have to get three banners. You have to get blades, um, cup and dog, bring it back to bring it back to the sun platform and it unlocks the door. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you start the events, uh, two people go out to, and I'll, and I'll show you a symbol on the sun on the sun uh, platform of which symbol is the where the banner is going to spawn. You go out to that symbol, you battle, uh, those two people battle um, and clear the ads. Then a banner, um, Centurion's going to come out. He's an elite. You kill him. He drops the banner. And those two people come back to the platform, the sun platform. The people at the sun platform have to defend against, specifically, uh, a wave of ads plus a... Uh, a an elite ad that's going to try to get the banners from from the platform if they're there because if they reach the platform it negates that banner and you have to do it again so you have to make sure to defend against those guys they call the liberators by the way now okay. as the as the the fight progresses there's going to be scions they look like like skinny dudes um, with their brains out or something like that, <laughs> and then they they're hidden inside a bubble, and they're they're called counselors. So in the bottom left hand side of your screen, it's going to say counselor has appeared. If you do not kill this counselor, the liberators will have shields and they're and they're invulnerable, so they will just get to the the banner and they'll take them back if you don't kill the counselor. So you usually have someone roaming. If, when you see that, you usually look around that platform and you go into that bubble of the counselor, melee them, go back. And that's that's the whole entire, that's the whole entire event. Um, once you complete that event, you get you get some loot. You go to the next event, which is baths. Baths is basically a four. Um, there's there's five platforms, uh, one in each corner and one in the middle. Uh, you start the event by everyone, uh, or at least a person on each platform near the platform, and then one in the middle, and you all have to jump on at the same time. Uh, the mechanic is that there's orbs on these platforms. Those platforms, those orbs give you a buff. Those that buff will protect you from the pools, and the pools will um, basically hurt you if you don't have if you don't have this buff. And once the event starts, what you want to do is you want to stay on your specific platform with the buff so that it so that the chains come down. And the goal is for that you to stay on the platform, or at least try to stay on that platform for the chains to go down completely, lock it in place, and then you go to the middle area and you start DPSing the um the cisterns that drop from the from the from the ceiling. Once you kill all the cisterns, you win. The trouble is that your buff isn't forever. It will have a specific stack and then you will have to refresh that stack. Every single person, every in every corner, eventually has to go back to the middle um middle of the room get the buff then go back to their platform and this is the only this is the only strategy for the challenge mode if you're not doing the challenge mode it's easier for the other two people in your team to just rotate with you but if you're doing the if you're doing the challenge mode it's probably best to uh, go back and forth between your own assigned platform get the buff go back and then get it done uh you what you what you, you want to do is you want to kill your bathers because if you don't kill your bathers they're the big like gladiator dudes are gonna kill you in like two hits. You wanna make sure you have like a shotgun or use your nades. Make sure that it doesn't get to you. Um, it's gonna be tough for you if you don't kill those things right away. All right, 
Next, after you beat that one, is going to be Dogs. Dogs is an interesting fight. There's no real boss mechanic again. There's just uh, a couple mechanics. So the idea of the fight is that you have to make sure that you wipe out all the dogs. Kill all the dogs. Pretty simple, right? Except, except the dogs don't take damage <laughs> if, you, if you don't have a specific buff. They will take damage if you don't have a buff, but it'll take forever and you won't kill them uh, in time. So what you have to do is you have to bring these pollen like orbs to a specific flower, a glowing, uh, glowing flower, and you have to have these uh, the two people up top hold these sun crystals and shoot the flower to release its pollen onto your orbs. That will give you a damage buff. It'll give you 12 stacks of the damage buff, uh, three for each person that's holding, holding a ball, if they're close to the, close to the flower that gets burst. Okay, so ideally you're gonna have two people, uh, ideally, but uh, mechanically you're gonna have two people up top holding one of each crystal. They're gonna jump around the top area, not go in the bottom until DPS phase. Uh, the, the people in the crystals will basically tell tell the the bottom team, the floor team, where they're holding the pollen orbs, and you're going to roam around to try to find these glowing flowers. Once you have the glowing, once everyone's near the glowing flowers. Then you can the top the top people will shoot the flower. You'll get the buff, and then you try to find a different another flower. You try to do that about four times, and ideally, if you have like forty to sixty stacks, everyone can just go to their individual dog. There's six dogs. Um, you want to try to assign them to a specific person first uh, before you didn't get into the fight, and then everyone goes to their dogs, blow them up with cluster with pulse grenades with. Uh, you know, cluster rockets, they'll go down in like three, four hits if you have 60 stacks. And that's the ideal way of doing it. We we always, on normal, just do it in one shot and you're good to go. So, after dogs is gauntlet, I think. And then gauntlet, uh, basically nothing really to, uh, no, um, I guess the, the main mechanic is platforming <laughs> and shooting specific, uh, shooting something specific. The only battle is in between like specific phases, but there's not much there's not much shooting and um, shooting monsters involved. Um, so what the gauntlet is is that there's uh there's four there's four symbols sun uh, you know sun blades normal symbols sun blades dog chalice, and what you're going to do is you're going to uh, in my opinion you're going to assign people to their platforms and then you're going to have um, to to their left, basically shoot and help out to the right platform. It's going to get really confusing. I probably can't really explain it too much, but what you want to do is when the running phase happens, you're going to assign two people, two runners, to get the orbs. Those orb, those people with the orbs get trans transferred outside into the gauntlet area. Those people in the gauntlet area have to run through the gauntlet saying a specific row, and then that row cannot be shot from the outside. Okay, and then once the outside hits the correct two um, two rows that has not been called, it'll turn green. The runner goes through, and then you go to the next one all the way around. Once they make one lap, they come outside into the map, and they uh, slam the orb, and that's one round. You do three of those rounds, then everyone gets transferred into the gauntlet, and you all run for the goal. It's pretty cool. It's really really oh. cool. Like a lot, a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. That's like all the, all these mechanics, and all this explanation. It's really cool. And once you see it, you'll be like, "Oh wow, that's that's a really cool mechanic." Um, Callus is really complicated. I'll just I'll just say that that um, there's three phases. There's an ad phase. Then he claps. Um, once he claps, uh, everyone gets transferred into the shadow realm. Uh, three people jump out <laughs> into the shadow realm. Uh, they they're 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 now in the throne room. They defend uh this the throne room until uh the the people in the shadow realm call out the three specific symbols. The people on the throne room have to uh hit a scion corresponding to the fourth symbol, and once that is done about couple like four times, uh then the people inside the shadow realm will shoot the shoot the skulls. Gives you a damage buff. You come outside. And then you damage Callus. Simple enough, right? 
all simple, right? right. So this is, that's all a brief explanation of the raid. I, I know I went too long, but uh, that's, that's the raid good. strats. All the raid <laughs> strats. So if you ever if you ever wonder what to do in the raid, come back to this listen, one. Listen, come back to this podcast. <laughs> and that, that's brief too. That is brief. So sure. <laughs> oh man, that's a, that's a lot. Like, so you're gonna have fun, you, right? You, you're gonna have fun, right? How long do you expect the raid to last? Like for first go for around first time, for first time people that I mean, here's the thing: there's guides. So you guys have videos, right. you guys have everything. I mean, you even have probably people that's been doing it before, so maybe? Right. Or no, they're all new. But, uh, yeah, there are a lot of people have done it before, I believe. Okay, great. So then what you're going to do is follow those people, of course. Um, but right. it took me eight hours to finish my first time. <laughs> yeah, eight hours. That's right. What would you think a somewhat... Uh, so, like everybody knows, Like, not everybody knows the strats, but not we're not going into it blind what would you think if you're not going into a blind i'm i'm thinking more five hours if you guys are all okay. good listeners you guys really communi- communicate really well and you guys know how to shoot stuff you'll be fine is this because this a raid you can do in two sittings yes you can do it in two sittings yeah okay yeah all right well that's destiny 2 sorry for the long-winded thing but like that's <laughs> that's what it is that's the whole raid in a nutshell destiny 2 spoilers are over now yes all right. Um, I just want to talk about uh, Stranger Things too. So I don't know if you've, if you've seen the first uh, season of Stranger Things. I've I've seen the most of it. I, I think, yeah. I just forget it. It's been a long time. Uh, the second season's really good. I'm not done with it yet. I'm almost done. I think. Um, it's been really good so far. Uh. It's, it adds a lot more to the first season, so it's a really, I think, a really good second season. There's, it adds on to a lot of the stuff that happened in the first one, and uh, I think it's a little bit darker this time. Mm. I've heard the uh, expression that the first season was like Steven Spielberg, like it and stuff like that, and uh, not yet, um, E.T. E.T. And this season is more like Stephen King, so this one's more like it and those kind of movies. Hmm. So recommend it. Of course, I do. Everyone's going to see it. Yeah, I I think like I think you should already have finished the first season, or but if you haven't yet, make please go watch it. It's a good show. Nice, great. I think I think my wife's going to be watching that soon until after after she trucks through Stardew Valley. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, I finally uh, watched Spider Man Homecoming. You finally watched Spider Man. I call I call this a red box review because honestly I don't have time to go out and uh go see it in theaters. But mm-hmm. uh Spider Man Homecoming was great. Uh it was a great and fun movie. And uh the acting uh from Tom, Tom Holland, was it? Yeah. He's it was good. Yep. He was really good. I found him to be most like Spider Man I know from like comics and, and Spider Man games where he's where he's like smart and like quick. Yeah, and, wit- and like witty, and sometimes like mm-hmm. really just odd, right? So I really enjoyed right. that. I I enjoyed the twist from the bad guy. Oh, the twist! That was nice. that was really cool. I didn't expect that at all, and it gra- nope, it added either. some gravity <laughs> to to his situation, his specific situation. So all that right. was cool. Um, as a overall Marvel movie, I did. I think I enjoyed the Winter Soldier a bit more though. Like Winter Winter Soldier is a really good movie. Yeah, it's. Uh, there was something about the epicness of of that movie and and the mm-hmm. action that was really good, but this is it, small smaller scale, so I understand. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I think Spider Man, I think they're building him up, so I think the next for the next. It's good. Uh, do you, where would you rank it against the other Spider Man? Uh, Spider Man Two was really good. Uh, I I would give Spider Man Two, um, probably the same score. Eight, eight out of ten. Would you say this one's better than Spider Man Two or below Spider Man Two? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm gonna say better. I personally think this is. I personally think that the Homecoming was the best Spider Man. I'm gonna say better. Out. Yeah, yeah, I'm better. Spider Man Three was hard. I just don't like. <laughs> but I mean, in in, oh. in in overall, I'm gonna agree with you. I think this is the best Spider Man. Yeah, uh, that's good. I'm glad you watched it. Thanks. 
this week, uh, this weekend, Thor comes out. So I'll have a review of that next week as well. Cool. Marvel Universe is chugging along. Yep, have to make that money. But uh, that was a good episode. It turned out to be a turned out to be a longer stream or a longer episode than I thought. I'm sorry, oh. I'm sorry about the Dusty. That's probably mostly a Dusty <laughs> rant. I, I actually, I, in the middle of that rant, I was like, I know I'm going way too long. I, I, I didn't. I actually timed myself, thinking like, I, I can explain all the fights in less than five minutes. I can't. I just automatically can't. <laughs> so I'm sorry if you skip that. That's cool. Good. But if you if you found it to be interesting and informative, I, I hope that did help. Yeah. So. But uh, we're not going to do 20 questions since uh, we don't have Jared or the stream audience and it's just me and you. So uh, yeah. I think that's, that's going to be it for this week. So if you want to sign off and do your right ahead. Yeah. So I made a little update to the website. You can actually find this uh, this podcast or, or sorry, the newest released podcast on the front page of the website, which is www.pixelpubgaming.com. And you can find all of our information. You can find ABOP there. You can find me there, Blood Rate One Twenty, and all of our information in the crew page. So visit that site. Uh, you know, I still want to plug our Destiny community. It's really growing. It's about three hundred plus people now. So we have two. Uh, do we have two clans for or three clans for PC? Now? Two clans for P. Well, three clans for PC now. I'm still trying to build up the third, and then two clans oh, for PS4. I gave up an Xbox One. <laughs> but who knows eventually the other the other yeah. console so eventually so there's all all the information on five there. five clans five that's, clans that's impressive yeah so yeah visit that visit the visit the the website that's all the information that's 500 people yeah if potentially yeah so all those people need to be listening to this podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah um abop aebop Make sure to check out the website. Like Andrew said, that's where you'll find all the latest uh, podcasts as well as the SoundCloud. But if you want to listen to the old episodes, you can only do that uh, on the website unless you like unless the last three last three hours. So you can get a good three hours of entertainment on SoundCloud. If you want something older than the last three hours, go to PixelPubGaming.com and you can get all that there. But uh, yeah, that'd be it for this week. And uh, we'll have Jared back next week for BlizzCon and everything. And you can check him out at TBMJ underscore Blaze on Twitch. Uh, yeah, watch his streams. He's usually always a good time. He does uh, WoW and uh, some Destiny. He might be doing the raid tonight. So nice. But, uh, yeah. Other so other than that, that'd be that's it from us. So we'll see you later. See ya.